You want to do it? I'm going to the toilet. See you guys. Just as we started it. No, we're going to. No, 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 no. We're keeping it in. We're keeping it in. We're keeping it in. Welcome to the Friendly Geordies podcast. This fine. No, we're doing it. No, we're keeping it. We're keeping it. No, no, no. We're keeping it. We're not. We're not. We're keeping it. It's good. It's no good. We're keeping it in. All right. Welcome to the Friendly Geordies podcast, who I this assumes fine summer day. Are we still in summer? Yes. It's so, fine I'm summer day. My balls. Yes, fine summer day. Uh, it's still summer. <laughs> we are we are the most professional outfit on uh, a Vidimo. I think that's what we go at. VMO. Blockbuster. Yeah, yeah. Block. We're the best. We're the most professional podcast on Blockbuster straight to tape. Um, not DVD because we're old school. Thanks for having us. No, really, jokes though. We know we go on YouTube. I, we occasionally read the comments. You're all very nice, more or less. Well, man, welcome to the Friendly Jordy's podcast. And yep. we're going to start off. Well, while Jordan isn't here, that's him there. The problem is that all of these segments that I want to start off with are Jordan. Jordan, have you heard about? Oh, I see. That's why you wanted to. John Barilaro. You know who that is? Uh, do, do you know? Are you oh, aware refresh of me, guys. I think he's a pre- prime minister. <laughs> and he right. believes that he generally yeah, thinks of that. New Zealand. I don't know. He's, yeah, he's, he's, he's something to do with new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like he wrote Lord of the Rings too. Hey, he's, <laughs> <laughs> you Can you imagine it? if he did? Better. With better. And uh, Saruman is this that keeps talking about me or not? <laughs> if I would have written it, I would have called it Lord of the Wings because I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the front cover. Him just at a eating contest, being like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, like thumbnail says, "I won." Lord of the pasta. <laughs> Anyways, what's the? Why do you need to write any words after that, Stooge? Uh-huh. He was looking to clean his image, so he decided to like look clean to it become up. the boss of Club <clears throat> New South Wales. Did you hear about that? That's amazing. <laughs> you know what's amazing about that? Three people rang me up about it, and all three. After saying that, said this, and isn't this perfect? Does that man have any shame? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least, at least now it's closer to his actual character. It is his character. He's just a walking pokey machine. <laughs> You put money in him and he'll display yeah. whatever you want. Yeah. I felt sorry true, for the guy true. because it was I because I was like, yeah, like there is no one more qualified to be the CEO of Clubs New South Wales than him. But also, I just felt this real pang of sorrow for the guy because it's like he did so much for Clubs New South Wales, and this is how they repay him. <laughs> well, how did they repay him? We don't know. By not repaying him, he's not getting the job. What? He's not going to get. Do you it. know that? Absolutely, you would have to be in. I mean, look, they got rid of one loudmouth bozo. They're not going to be like, quick, quick, there's a severe dearth of morons that make stupid mistakes all the time. I reckon, We've lost uh, a severe uh, amount of this, power yeah, uh, and respectability uh, within clocks, the government. Clock's right twice, you know what I mean? Like, let's yeah. give him another chance. Let's, re- let's, let's replace the only person more hated in New South Wales Parliament <laughs> than Josh Landers. <laughs> maybe, maybe, they're not just, maybe that's not that crazy. His know? genius strategy is, guys, Cartlis cash isn't so bad next time you want to launder just bring it to the counter (laughs) (laughs) that's my joke yeah but it's the steps and it's not true obviously um but no no, it is true he's he's actually right (laughs) 
he's, so he's definitely he's on You should be the next CEO, Ali. I would love it if he was. Him just coming in after like $500,000 on salary, just coming in with like gold chains. <laughs> <laughs> Walking in with like two bikies. Yeah, coming with gold chains. Is like, the government needs to know it's become really tough in this environment <laughs> to run a, a pokey organisation. We were the machines. Twin. We the used machine. to get twenty-four carat change, and now we have to stick to twenty. Yeah, that's partly to do with Russia and Ukraine. I'll admit that everything is, but a lot of it is that this is a tough gig. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, you're ready. There Especially, is a, don't you think that this just topped it off? And I think that was a great audition for it. No one's more qualified because Arlene knows that when discussing these matters, it w- helps a lot. If you're wiping sweat <laughs> off your forehead. <laughs> oh my god, that's so fucking funny. That's how you know I'm a fat cat. Dude, that, no, that's a fat cat that, wipe. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Just having a baby wipe yeah. in your pocket all the time. Being like, it's lost some of its moisture. This isn't going to help out. Dabbing, and it's an all dabbing. year round, middle of July. I'm still sweating. As soon as you become a fat cat, you start sweating. That was the problem. Why else with do the they have one? a handkerchief in their pocket? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I never thought of that. There's not enough of that. There's not enough of wiping down the foreheads these days on in like do, like dodgy positions. I'm I'm not into that. Oh, there is. They've just learned not to do it on camera. Yeah, well, f- that. I saw John Barillaro do that a lot. Oh, really? It, look at the guy. Like that man is going to have to wipe a lot of sweat off his head in the <laughs> day. So, right. so there's no way that he's going to become the club's uh, club's new South Wales CEO. So it's the, the board would have to be so dumb, and also bored. Huh? They'd have to be bored. No, well, I mean, the, if there's one thing that John Barillara can bring to the board, <laughs> it's, it's excitement. excitement. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and John, unfortunately, the blame's on you. If you had increased the new start payment, you wouldn't have been so stressed right now. <laughs> It's on you. I do like that as well. That really does show, man, that guy has no job prospects if he's doing that in his position when he's facing so many investigations, both <laughs> parliamentary and ICAC. And then he's yeah, just like, like, oh, guys, I'm really, I'm running low here, yeah, guys. I've like, been through, the yeah. divorce was heavier than I thought, bro. He sees a building on fire. He's like, guys, make me the captain. <laughs> That tells you how little is happening in his life, generally speaking. Wouldn't it be amazing when Raptors just crack down on bikies and then he comes in? I heard that you need a new mob boss. (laughs) (laughs) No sweat liters, bro. It'll be perfect. Um, Okay, so he's not doing that. But on the side note of that, the greatest... (laughs) If you think John Barilaro backflip, Dominic Perrottet after saying... That's uh, when uh, Clubs New, ex-Clubs New South Wales CEO said uh, Dom made that decision based on his Catholic gut as opposed to facts, to which Dominic said, this is extremely offensive. I did not do that. I did it because it was the right decision to do for the people of New South Wales. Two weeks later, he is saying, I have revisited it and it is because of my faith. <laughs> <laughs> So they got rid of Josh for nothing. Actually, actually, before we talk about he this, Miss. So before we talk about the Jordan, why do you think, Miss, he might have done that? Can I, can I have that? Because he wants to keep his job. 
Yeah, yeah well, he just really? summed yeah, it yeah, up. That's Jesus. Got, yeah, you got to do wine to me. It's clear, right? So everyone knows what's happening behind the scenes, why he's changed his mind all of a sudden. That's I don't think they do because, well, even if they do, I was discussing this with my editor this morning, which is Dominic Perrottet is playing such a good game with the pokies that even though he was kind of forced into the situation, do you guys know the backstory is how we got here? He was kind of pushed into it because he said some vague joke about reforming the pokies. Oh, really? It like, a, like that's ever going to happen. And then Sydney Morning Herald started literally putting it up saying, Dominic Perrottet to reform pokies. And then he saw that it got huge, massive community support. And then he thought, well, I'm going out anyway. I may as well go Shit. out with a bang. And he was getting all this positive press for it. And now he just looks like this saint yeah. reborn yeah. Uh, who has found his Catholicism and had his road to Damascus moment. And in the process of doing that, then gets Josh Landis on something that was so unoffensive. I mean, honestly, uh, him saying Catholic gut might have been the nicest words that's ever come out of that man's mouth. Right. They take him down for that, and then he turns around and then picks up the faith vote by saying, yeah, guys, it's just when God calls, you answer. It, and the, the whole thing, you're just sitting there like, damn. Even me, who knows what all the moves are, right? It is like, I guess, magicians watching a master magician on stage. You know what he's doing, but that makes it more magical. Yeah, but like, Not a single step. It's like he got pushed into it, tumbling through, and then did a triple backflip dismount. I've got, I've got two, he's crafty. I've got two questions about that. One, whoever he's targeting, I'm guessing the, the mega church idiots, right? Do they not hey, see through it? They're going to heaven, mate. Yeah, like yeah. Well, heaven, and that is another term for the liberal government. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, can't you have heaven on earth? Can can they see through this? Because it's true. so obvious that a man comes back two weeks later and says, "Hey, guys, remember what I said two weeks ago? No, I changed my mind. It is because I'm religious." No, he's like, just got it both ways. He's it's not conning. Gonna, it's not he's work, conning right? people, right? It's not going to work though. Well, I honestly well, think that was that my it, second question. I think that he was just saying, oh, this is deeply offensive, and he was lying then. I think he's right now. I do think that it is linked to Catholic guilt. Well, then why did it take him like three weeks to come up with but wait a second. Because is he's he, also a politician. But is he going, is he now, is he now reforming what he said? Is he being like, no, 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 that, they shouldn't have restrictions. No, he's just talking about the reasons for oh, why he's putting right. these restrictions. Oh, so it's just like superficial. He hasn't changed his stance. Yeah, it's it. obvious no. that he's doing it to care. Oh, so it's just PR. No, it's maybe. just, it's because like Chris Minns is actually ahead in the polls now, right? And by the way, Chris Minns is spending a lot of money on ads. He's all over YouTube. Are you getting a lot of Chris Minns I ads? I am not. <laughs> Oh, maybe it's just because of my... Uh, Actually, you know what? Wow, who'd have thought that a guy that looks up a lot of news articles is getting Chris Minns ads? <laughs> to be fair, I just remembered that a, long, a while ago, one of Jordan's editors disabled ads on YouTube. So that makes a little bit more sense why I'm not getting Chris Minns ads. I'm just getting no ads. Oh, well, that's different. Yeah. But if you were on YouTube, you would get a lot of... So they're spending a lot... I think he's ahead in the polls and I think his... Uh, whatever, you know, those child soldiers that are working behind the scenes for him... I think they suggested, yeah, like just capitalize on what they're paying you out for. Just say you're a Christian. Say every decision that you've ever made. Just become another. Who was that? Who was that peanut farmer president? Jimmy Carter. Yeah, Carter. Yeah, they're saying like just do a Jimmy Carter. <laughs> and he, wait, this is Mins or is this Perite? Perite. Perite. You said yeah, Mins. I'm saying yep. Mins because Mins is ahead in the polls. Maybe that's making his strategist to like say. 
just really push on that Catholic stuff. That's all he's got. But it's not going to pull him through. That's it's the, the Well, the thing is, this is just the cycle that you go through. It's like Howard at the end being, saying, oh, we're on a tight budget here. And then as soon as it came to the election, uh, I have found hundreds of billions of dollars <laughs> to hand out to the middle class. And then the middle class went, yep. Still voting for Kevin Rudd. <laughs> really? That's what's going to happen. They're going to be like, oh, thanks for the reforms, Perite. Now there's the door. Off you go. Right. Well, why is corporate New South Wales all of a sudden for Labor now? Because they know that Perite is a used bullet. <clears throat> He's out. But wait and a then second. the entire... Yeah. Wait, just, just quickly, with this, these reforms, are they sort of set in stone now? Like they, well, yeah, I mean, they're not getting any pushback from either party. And Shit, it's this, done. So this is like good... So what's... Just before you go into that, like, what does that practically mean for poker machines? In what is that actually cashless poker machine? So you can only pay by card, which that's means that's what's happening now. Yes, that's which means that the uh, mob is going to have to find other ways to launder money. Which means, oh no, there's oh. going to be more music festivals, which <laughs> I'm sad about. Frankly, I would prefer that they just launder it through the poker machines. Dude, it's just like sick of them yeah, fostering yeah, triple J. One four will be headlining a lot more festivals. <laughs> <laughs> Splendor, yeah, can't. Yeah, fair. Well, I, you know what? I <laughs> that's pretty amazing that that's going to happen. That's pretty amazing. I understand that, like, the tide is moving in a way that maybe, irrespective of what Perite does now, he's probably not going to get in. But I genuinely believe that in in a scenario where it was even, he is a really good candidate for the Liberal Party. Oh yeah, like he would he would have kept going if it wasn't at the cusp of when everything is becoming Labour. That's definitely look. He's he's man. It pains me to give props to a liberal leader. I will say this: he was a breath of fresh air after those two wogs screwed this parliament up. Like they really set a low bar for how parliamentary system Wait, works. I'm talking about even wog? basic things like just huh. No, who's the other wog aside from Vladis? The uh, hopeful CEO of Clubs New South Wales. Oh, that guy. <laughs> that guy, remember? The deputy. I know only Mislove seems to know who this man is, <laughs> the former Prime Minister of New Zealand. But briefly, he was also the Deputy Premier of New South Wales. <laughs> who was the Premier before Gladys? Uh, that was uh, uh, Gorilla guy? Face. What's his Wasn't name? the wine guy? No, that was O'Farrell. Right, that was yeah. God, I can't believe I'm having a blank on him. I don't know who um, can't remember. You know an interesting fact about him, though. Uh, God, I can't believe I've forgotten him. Mike Baird. Mike, Mike Baird. Baird. That's right. Oh, isn't this interesting? The guy who fucked up King's Cross. Yes. Yes. Well, I think he cleaned it, but anyway. Of course you do. I'm sick of John Ibram walking around there well, just being like, opinion. "Yeah, I want a free kebab." No, pay for well, it, John. That's your opinion. Do you what know about who the strip club? Do you know who actually screwed up King's Cross? Wogs. No, I'm kidding. Gladys. <laughs> well, Gladys, wrong, Gladys also played a part. No. Actually, no, no you're was, right. Mike Baird was, was the guy. Bad. And Gladys actually just... Yeah, she, she, she like yeah. finalized it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Sorry. But here's something that's very interesting. I think I've talked about it on the Up Late Pod about Baird. His last meetings that are official... Oh, I hate that guy so much. Can't even think about it. Seems dead. <laughs> the muso's great. That, yeah, he's he's seems dead. I can. I might be able to forgive, but I can't forget. Are you final, telling me I have to leave a bar at three a.m. on a Tuesday? That's right. You it was, to it, stay. It, it, was the it was the death knell of the country. I don't know. I can't believe I still live in this whole country. 
Hey, stop doing that, so I needed to cool You're down. I was set. overheating. I was getting flustered. <laughs> it's getting fired up. Fuck. <laughs> Miss is getting upset. Just, just say your piece. <laughs> Get it out. Get it over and done with. Go oh. on. Final meetings that he had. Official meetings. Last one that he had. The Prime Minister of Japan, the one that got assassinated. That's right. I remember this. Flew to New South Wales to have a half hour meeting with Mike Baird. Flew back. The next day, Mike Baird announces resignation. Shit. Something happened. Karage just... chicken was poisonous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He came back and was like, that's... <laughs> Sad boy. Okay, no, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> you got my script. Yeah, he came, he came... I went to sushi train. This is on you, Mike. <laughs> yeah, he's like, that. you said that was A-grade sashimi we had in that meeting and it was definitely B. A-minus, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need a mental health break. <laughs> What's the connection between the why Japanese get, meeting? No you, one knows. Why don't you get that on the front page of the Sydney Morning Herald, hey? Say that what? meeting. <laughs> mm. These are the questions Think that must about, be asked yeah. that do actually need to be asked. I would no, really like to know yeah. that. Me too. That's, just, that's a really good question. Yeah. It's annoying. <laughs> but what else do you expect from it? Yeah, yeah. Honestly. True, true. But that is sh- bizarre and shit. Man, I reckon Paratech could still win the election. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I, I don't. He's I was a talking. Candidate. I was talking to one of our dear shit candidate. mates from high school with no understanding of the situation. On he said, "I don't reckon that Labor will win." So rebut that. <laughs> okay, why? Didn't give me his reason. Didn't, didn't give, give no reason. Well, reason. How can you me. rebut that? <laughs> it is unrebuttable. <laughs> it was enough for me. I was like, "Will you make a sound point?" <laughs> the dead shit wins. I mean, I don't know, though. Look, honestly, the only way that the Labor Party could lose, and I know that everybody uh, hates it when I bring it up, but you vote Greens, you can oh, get yeah, the Liberal Party. Greens. And then everybody always says, oh, but the preferences go back to Labor. No, they don't. Not in New South Wales. In New South Wales, you do not have preferential voting. You can just this tick guy. one box and then out you go. Greens voters vote Is that 50% true? I for the Labor that. Party. Huh? Is, in New South Wales, there's no preferential voting? There is preferential voting, but it's optional. Oh. You don't have to. So most people don't. They just go, oh, oh yeah, that's the guy on the core flute one. Gotcha. And then they leave. So like you, when you're supposed that's to rank people basically. <laughs> well, I don't I think you vote. Think. But. <laughs> <laughs> do you get a fine if you don't vote? Yeah, but they seem to. I think I right, you know once got this is? when I was really young. I forgot to vote one time, and then I just wrote back and said I was sick that day. And they were like, "Fine." Yeah, yeah. Didn't pay anything. but even no. if you don't, so my I shouldn't m- be saying this on a political podcast. Go out and vote. <laughs> no, no, not only that. Here's something that. Nah, we'll, nah, nah. Do it. Do that thing. <laughs> I didn't know this. So my mum was overseas during the election, right? And she got a fine. Do you know how much the fine was? Fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. Twenty dollars. Shit. Oh damn! These permanent residents discounts is it no it's she's a citizen first of all secondly <laughs> it's like if you miss it once it's 20 then it keeps going up and i think the ceiling oh, no a whopping 40 dollars hope it doesn't double. i think it's 20 50 150 something like that tell you what most serious adults and again i'm not saying that you should do this but I think it is kind of like a Bill Gates thing of him dropping a thousand bucks on the ground. It would be cheaper for him to just keep walking to work. Oh, yeah. It's the same with voting. I mean, <laughs> most adults make more than $40 an hour. You're sitting around waiting, well, and then you get a sausage adults. sandwich, then you're down forty two fifty. And you got to pay like at least $7 for that stupid snag afterwards. Oh, was it don't, seven? I was saying it was two fifty. Jeez, what an outrage! We don't have to get into the real heavy issues. That, stop <laughs> bagging the snags. You should be fine. The last bucks. one, the last one that I had was so 
burnt that it would it was powder every time I bit into it. That's your fault. And no well, one, yeah, the- no one has the courage to go up. Hey, I paid seven bucks for this. I like burnt snacks. This is not acceptable. <laughs> Like, and like, you weren't either, though. First of all, you're... And this is how democracy dies. First of all, why are you serving it in Wonder Why? Just go to a Vietnamese bakery, get one of those normal rolls, but no, even if you don't... that's... Just make sure that you don't cook it at 5,000 degrees. Like, uh, anyways... You really have to say something unbelievably unpatriotic every, every podcast. Time. You know what? Every you know, time. It is patriotic oh. to criticize no, when not. your country is falling apart. Where no one has the courage to say, look, I appreciate that you're doing the service, but if I'm paying $7, clearly there's a profit here somewhere. So you should really invest in a stove that isn't a nuclear reactor. I can't believe once I said you had a sophisticated palate. He's really actually proving, though, that maybe we're all wrong. It's the same thing as Australia Day. It's only immigrants waving the flag. They're the biggest patriots of us all. He's actually reminded us of our basic duties. What would you prefer? A reasonably cooked sausage. It's not that big of an ask. It is? Yes, it is. I don't mind mind if a sausage is a little charred. I got no problem. No, not not a little. (laughs) It can't be powder. I'm, I'm becoming Seinfeld. It can't be powder. It just can't. Powder. It, it needs, is powder. It's it fucking sawdust. To, what do you want? The, powder. the texture was not reasonable. You want? Like, you know what he you wants? You just have to do the mislove method. You know, you know what he wants? He wants a fucking, like Cumberland sausage with like it's like oh it's got pine and apple and beer and get out of here. IKEA <laughs> does a better sausage and they sell furniture. No, no. Yeah, but IKEA does better. everything better. IKEA does better meatballs that but then we're back at the same problem which is ali stop giving props to other countries i'm not giving props to other countries i'm just saying like this country you are you're saying ikea is can better perform better than... <laughs> this country yeah, well, we, could, we could do a lot can't we, we have so much potential i've never been disappointed by any any uh, uh you know voting booth hot dog uh like sausage sizzle agree to disagree all right yeah but have you ever been disappointed by a sausage Yes, definitely. I don't like those ones that are like, they're Cumberland ones. It's just like, you're like, and you're like, is there any meat? And this is like, nah, that's the beauty. It's all fat. It's like, great. Yeah, because you're, when it comes to that, the, the sausage is Billy. What was that movie about that uh, ballet dancer in uh, like- Billy North, Elliot? Yeah, Billy Elliot. The yeah. sausage is Billy Elliot. And you're just what, being like, what does that mean? no son of mine's <laughs> going to have fancy pine nuts in it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's right. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm right. And fair enough. Thank Look, you. Like, that guy was the true hero of that movie. Yeah. He shouldn't have been doing ballet as a boy. Uh, all right. So can we move on to like a different uh, uh, segment? Now? Well, you're the one that seems yeah, to be please. pretty worked up sorry, about sorry, this. Sorry. So. I'm going to move on. Take a breather. Breather. Have you take, done? Take some deep breaths. Jesus. First I don't know. the Anzacs. Okay. Yeah. So first of all, in some news, Jordan, I don't, I don't know if you know this, but Adani, half of Adani's wealth has been wiped out. He went from being the fourth richest person to, to like the eighth. I don't know. Like he's not even what he's a not dive. he's not even a top twenty. And oh, uh, what it's a loser. because of fraud allegations. Apparently, they're saying that there's a lot of allegations. Uh, come on, what? What are the allegations? Is that is that like a big surprise to everyone that Guatemadani commits fraud? What, what? An Indian mining <laughs> billionaire. <laughs> But one of one of, <laughs> one of the issues was he made his brother-in-law or brother, one of the two, the CEO 
of the Australian uh, of the Australian uh, company that is trying to do that Carmichael mine yes. thing. And one of the this this so this American think tank has basically released this report saying like Adani's full of shit that's plummeted his stock portfolio completely. Hey, is, just so everyone knows, Labor knew this from the beginning. That's why they approved it. Conspiracy. That's why they approved it. Yeah, because they knew the the smart way to keep everyone happy, i.e., North Queensland and Central Queensland, mm -hmm. those inner city votes, and then you know the, the cowboy rootin' tootins. The way to do that is to just say, yeah, we're going to approve the mine. And they did that because they knew that Guadamadani was just keeping it on his books as an accounting trick. It was never going to go ahead. Oh. Yeah, well, that's what it turned out. But it's not even just... Surprise, surprise. Who'd yeah. have guessed that Penny Wong knows more than you on Facebook? Dude, I'm going to tell you one thing. Because she should have shorted his uh, stock. Because his stock literally appreciated by, I think, 70 80% in a matter of two months, like a few weeks ago. Yeah. So he, he gained like, anyways, he was the gold, the blue eyed boy of, you know, the stock exchange all over the world. But anyways, it's all going to shit. Um, one of the things was that his brother or brother-in-law who was the CEO of the Australian division of Adani, which they renamed as like a marketing strategy because everyone was like Adani, upset about Adani. Adani so they changed it to something else. <laughs> Not Adani. Not Adani. <laughs> but like apparently his, his brother or brother-in-law, whoever it is, is like has a few dozen scam cases against him. And they were like, Why would it be fun to be rich? Why would you, you get away with anything? Yeah. Well, this is not the tale right, for right, that, right, but right, right, right. generally, yes. Generally, this loves right. Generally, <clears throat> the only yes. difference is if you are a rich person of color. However, so like that's <laughs> so a lot of people are celebrating this because, um, you know, it's a he's a huge carbon emitter and like you know less power for him means more uh, oxygen for the world. Yeah, but less jobs for far north. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. So I no, was, it's not true. <laughs> It's just so easy. And I was just personally <laughs> Have you ever happy. heard that Cole keeps the lights on, Ali? What do you got to say to that, Booksmart? Ali, look. Can't read your books if there's no light. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to read them by candlelight? Sorry, go on. So, yeah, he'd be used to that bloody uh, immigrant. It turns out that this is a big, uh, this is a big uh, uh, sort of step back for green energy as opposed to carbon. Say step what? Back. Say yes, what? Because. Say what? So he made this, most of his new investments, which are basically was backed by the Western world and uh, which has been pulled out was for green hydrogen and a lot of these green energies that he was investing in. The cold, dirty energy that he had invested in is actually backed by a lot of sovereign guarantees, including the government of India guarantees. And in some cases, I think even the Australian government. So they're saying that the result of this isn't that he's not going to be able to produce energy from coal, his investments into green energy have just evaporated. Oh, shit. that's not good. But there is one silver lining. He was Indian. Such <laughs> <laughs> a racy pod. I'm kidding. Um, I'm kidding. But come on. Well, no, that's awesome, Ali. All's so, well that so, ends so well. He, he's Up so the package. <laughs> this is a big defeat for corporate. India. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Hindus. Where are your gods now? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so Maybe oh, Vishnu will offer you one of his many hands, yeah. huh? Jesus. Because uh, what about, I'm not going to say it. I'll be Isaac Butterfield. I was about to say something about the monkey god, but I shall refrain. Oh, 
God. Yeah, well, you already said it, so <laughs> I don't know if we you should play that one out did, or not. Trust me, I did not oh what I was God. going in my head. Anyways. Uh, oh, it was worse. Okay. Why did, why did he <laughs> have, so much? How come, as if, he had, as if you'd have heaps of investments in green energy if you run a coal plant. Isn't that antithetical, like hypocritical? Well, no, that's no, because, all, Sorry, but yes, this is the whole thing that the Labor Party gets that the Greens Party doesn't, right? Always back to the Labor Party. It's just, look, capitalists want to make money. So you Slow offer down, them avenues. Right yep, well, you got that part? Oh, no. That's going to be this uh, upcoming misadventure is going to be the last one. He's going to come back in. He's going to be a billionaire. <laughs> Fossil fuel mogul. Make money. Make change. <laughs> oh. I just buy this whole building them like we can stay boys <laughs> <laughs> it's called a balabragic carmichael mine bailed out adani i bought five houses in townsville boys it's so nice up there <laughs> <laughs> now go on tell us your little theory conspiracy theory the conspiracy theory is that with all of these billionaires, you're not going to beat them. All you could do is offer them, look, you can make a lot of money in hydrogen. That's how you get these people on board. This is why all of these massive mining companies backed Labor in the last election, because they said, here is a path for you to be filthy rich for the next 50 years. Coal, look at all the investments. It's going down this way. Every green energy investment is going up. And clearly as what has happened with uh, Adani, it's obviously not worked right. in their favour and now they're all poor. So it's, it's win-win, <laughs> really. But dude, this is a big... What do you like more? This like is a big your loss. Your lefties, huh? the, the earth or capitalism? Do you, did you know, by the way, like most people in Australia think of like the Adani coal mine as like, oh, it's an environmental catastrophe. Should we let it go through or should we like stop it or make money, whatever. But dude, do you know like that Carmichael mine or that project that adani was doing has huge repercussions for indian energy security adani going down is bad for adani obviously but it's bad for india yeah because well india that's their problem they so many bets on adani their entire energy security they yeah, were that's because they're idiots yeah but like they were hoping for that coal yeah Wait, well sucked in so what yeah. was actually and also his the other thing that he had made this foray into uh 5g technology for india and the u.s was really hoping that that's going to be the competitor for Chinese 5G technology. Mm. Yeah, so, good luck. Well, good luck. Well, that that's Why gone. That's dead now because he had just invested into it. And like they're saying, like, yeah, that that's the first casualty of this issue. But either way... God, like, dude, America's getting real desperate in their war against China, aren't they? Just like, uh, wow, we are against a bunch of superhuman ant colonies that have all got gilded together and are all hyper-intelligent. Let's bet on this dodgy from <laughs> India. <laughs> so what was, actually, what was actually the issue that it, he was... What was the illegal issue? What Bro, there's it? a chart sheet that is... But like list the, them off. The Just biggest issue off. for the stock market is that his financial situation was not as comfortable as he claimed. So uh, there's a lot of debts. He Trump made some effect. accountancy. Man, people knew this before. This Maybe Penny Wong news. and you did. I didn't. You didn't know that? I didn't know that, generally. We're not all bloody, you know. What, so you just have a big picture of Karl Marx in your bedroom <laughs> and Guadamadani next to it, and those are your heroes. No, I just, I just thought that, like, because the amount of, the amount of, like, stakes for oh, Indian shit. government, for American government, for Australian government, I genuinely thought he's too big to fail. Seems that way. Man, nah, that wasn't the game. 
It was bigger than this. I mean, okay, I, I, I don't know anything about the United States and what they were hoping for. But it's mostly that India, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Look, the, the United States can, like, get over it, but it's a huge loss for India. Can't, like, no the, can't the, Particularly if this goes downwards. If Adani becomes, like, Lehman Brothers or something where, like, it literally just wipes out, that is not... It's it's not even about the $120 billion that, of investment that goes from... India, it's literally their energy security for the next twenty years because Good. now they're going to have to source coal from somewhere else, right. put in the. Yeah, they can't. This is just going to put more pressure on them to invest in renewables. Can't the uh, Indian government just prop him up like Trump? Pump they him? are. They're trying they, to do. They that. can. They literally. Huh? They're, they're putting a lot. Let's just say this: they've got a lot of buckets in a boat that is sinking. Right. They are saying that this is right. an international conspiracy. The day this news came out, the Indian parliament literally abruptly stopped their session to go back. Like, this is a big deal for them. They're calling this as, like, you know, uh, the world's way of putting India down. Yeah, I think it's yeah, fair. Well, fair. I, that's the truth. I'm that's very happy true. about this conspiracy as well. Because, no, honestly, like, India has been so bad in the climate negotiations. They've always been dragging their feet. And yeah, but you can't all... You know, it's easy for you to stay in your Western metropolis. You know, like not all developing nations can just invest everything into green energy. Like they can. People will die. Just, this is the whole thing. Because Guadamadani is a truly, as Ali was saying before, a truly dodgy, awful, evil I'm not man. Denying that. Yeah. All, as Ali, I've never said that. <laughs> your as words. Ali. Your words. <laughs> As Ali said, I'm quote, not saying that. You are quote, really hot this quote, pod, aren't you? <laughs> quote. I spoke to an Indian guy. Quote. <laughs> and I quote. I spoke to ah, an Indian guy. I'm backtracking on your position, are you? <laughs> and when I say yeah. I spoke, I mean I listened to an Indian podcast. <laughs> oh, shit. Where the guy was saying that any person who made his money in India in the coal industry, coal mining industry, in the 60s, 70s, and 80s is not clean. So yeah. that was just like a matter of fact for him. Yeah. But th and this that's is what I'm saying. If they saying. have to have this emergency parliamentary meeting because this billionaire is going under, yeah. what does that tell you? That the entire Indian parliament is in mm. his pocket and they're all dirty and they could have been going down a green energy route, but, uh, but they're all, uh, who'd have guessed, corrupt in India. But, but, My God. But I think it's a bit idealist to be like, just chuck all your shit into solar and win. It's not viable for these countries it is viable for these countries it's the only not. reason that it's not viable is because he has the capital to buy the parliament and and keep his terrible obviously bad investments afloat with huge government subsidy in india but they could have been putting that and money Australia into renewable energy and it would have been much more beneficial for india and let's not forget subsidized uh, by australia do you remember maybe. the original liberal plan for adani mines mm -hmm. they were going to front 50 percent of the freaking cost of that and you know how they were going to get the money? So were the libs going to do that? Yeah. yeah. You know how they were going to get the money? How evil is this? Tax dollars. By cutting 20,000 public servant jobs. Whoa. Well, that's look, how they got the not, cash. That's so brutal. that's probably a good thing. But let's, <laughs> let's focus yeah, don't get on me the started negatives. on the fat catch. Let's focus those the, nurses on 50,000 <laughs> a year. <laughs> that are too good for too long. As he wipes his brow. <laughs> <laughs> This whole Base, pod is just Base an audition for our lead of a couple of lobbyists. <laughs> Clubs New South Wales, you need an email soon. These parasites just keep sucking this country. Oh god. Well, look, if they invest, if they've invested that much into Adani, you might have, you may have a point. But I think but it's I'm like a bit of a like, golden goose for the green energy. 
sometimes for developing countries. It's not a golden goose, uh, Miss Love, sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying it's The not- investment in renewable energy without government subsidy sometimes beats coal without any subsidies. In the, That's in how the third cheap world. it in is. The third, third world. Everywhere on earth, because guess what? Everywhere on earth gets the sun at some point. Well, they you know that if they were still part of the British Empire, but no, we had to be a Commonwealth, didn't we? But the sun never set on the British Actually, Empire, and they would have point, remembered that if on, they knew their place. On that <laughs> point, on the sun point, That's Adani had huge investments to produce those uh, those panel cells that you need for solar energy, because most of it is produced in China. And so Adani had made huge investments into that, and that's also one of the things that's gone now. So all of oh. the solar panel production has gone back to that's I don't, China. I don't buy it anyway. I bet you that there will be a bunch of banks and trusts that will be investing in that vacuum that India's at. You know for a fact that there will be a bunch of very smart billionaires in the West going, now's our opportunity, and they'll be pumping heaps of money into India. If you were smart at all, that's what you'd be doing because India has always been a huge roadblock in all climate negotiations, and maybe they can turn the tide in this moment. I reckon that that's what's going to happen. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Well, I don't know because right. honestly, this is a big thing that like Al Gore and all of his mates are always thinking about the Indian question. What do we do about it? Yeah, because it's they be thinking about this all the time. Because Indian population has already surpassed China. It's like we just recently, and they're projected to like uh, they're at what one point five. They're supposed to hit two billion or something. Can you imagine so two billion? So, so many kids. <laughs> so many. People. And not only that, and this is I like, hated getting on that Pakistani flight. Like when you get on an Australian flight, you hear one baby, and you're like, ah, geez, there's always one. But every time you're on a Pakistani flight, it's like, ah, geez, there's always one hundred. baby. Let's not get Pakistan involved in this. <laughs> nah, ca- not enough Pakistan already, bashing on this pod. Them Dude, too. there's enough. There's enough. <laughs> trust me. Not on the pod, maybe, but like right. in, in the, the world. All oh, right, yeah, yeah. In the world, dude, they are. They're down at the moment. They're getting kicked. <laughs> so Pakistan, why? What's new? What's happened, bro? They're a freaking basket case. They're an embarrassment. Really? They suck. Really? Yeah, but what's new? I mean, it's, give us the actual. You know what they need to updates. do? They need to go to. They need to speak to some Croatians and learn how to grow tomatoes out of dust. Oh, man, they don't you need don't to do that. They're fine with agriculture. Are they? Yeah, it's great. Well, then what's the wanna, problem? What's I, the problem? I want to give you one statistic, Miss. He's just, he's just, he's just sad <laughs> that they don't have uh, <laughs> as many call centers as India. That's what he's pissed off. <laughs> yes, and I by am. a small margin. I'll give you, the I'll give you the one, agriculture's fine. I'll give you one little statistic that I told, gave to Jordan, which is the All most right. depressing one. All right. Okay, there's about two hundred million Pakistanis, right? Well, I'm learning. Yeah. Okay. There's about 1 million... That's crazy. That's a lot. Sorry, there's about 10 million Pakistanis that live overseas all over the world. Sure. Right? Out of those, 5 million send money back to Pakistan. 5 million don't. Like, the other 5 million are people like me who've, like, their whole families are overseas. They right. move. So they've kind of, like, lost that connection. 5 million sure people taxes. send back think. money as remit- uh, remittance to Pakistan. They collectively, so 5 million collectively send $30 billion of remittance back to Pakistan. By the way, most of these are manual laborers that work in UAE or different parts of the world. Collectively, 200 million Pakistanis 
export 30 billion. So 5 million overseas Pakistanis are equivalent to 200 million Pakistanis Whoa. in terms of productivity. Whoa. And that's why they're a basket case. Yeah, so well, if they didn't charge us to use public <laughs> toilets, maybe they could get some so money on the ground. Is that a wages issue? No, it's just them not, not being productive. good at... Oh, shit. Yeah, but Ali, That's you brutal. have to blame Pakistani people for that. When yeah, we were I there, do. They were I all am. sitting I am. on milk dude. crates. <laughs> everyone yeah, but dude, is, everyone does that. Like, the Italian... Uh, Europeans are pretty good at that. Everyone is yeah, but they've earned their lot. and depressed at the situation. Like, literally, well, you're saying things suck. Are you seriously saying that it's Like, when I call ethics. people over there, they are literally just depressed. Are you seriously saying it's a work ethic issue? It's not a work ethic issue. It's just, dude, it's really complicated and we can well, do give that it to me in a sentence. Point. Man, it is a work ethic issue though. Well, what do you, it's what not. It, it's, just give it to me in a it sentence. It is because, look, there, there are extremely poor Asian countries that are now more Vietnam. developed than we are. Yeah. It is a work ethic issue. It's not, It's yes, it's a work else? ethic what issue, else? but the work ethic issue exists because the entire... So, okay. Do the they way, need a Marxist the, revolution? The yes way, or no? Uh, well, there might be coming one soon the way Shit. things are going at the moment. Damn. But this is the central issue of Pakistan. The, when they were formed, they, their economic model was that we are in such a strategic location in the world that we're going to leverage that for getting money from big countries. So when, uh, when the country became independent, they used the Cold War and America's patronage to basically gain money from them. And then 9-11, again, America. So they've always had this one big power that they've usually extracted money to leverage their military and their geostrategic location. That economic model is dead now. Uh, no yeah, so they were just... <laughs> their economic model is the economic model that they have now with those 5 million people overseas. They're just yeah. It's just aid. That's their economic model. Yeah, and it's That's depressing. their problem. It, it, dude... I understand. I'm, <laughs> I'm not blaming anyone but them. I'm not saying it's your fault. I'm not one of those guys like Enough hand the West for is Pakistan. responsible for it. Right. No, no, that country is responsible. The ruling elite of that country is definitely responsible for it. And like now they've got basically their sugar daddies are gone. The ge geopolitics is uh, geopolitics is such that no one is willing to support them. Their entire economy was structured around this process where they would get aid money. And then people in the country would basically steal that money from the state <laughs> Great system. and give it to right. yeah, and that's it's it's leading to a total collapse. So they need a full rework of the system. Yeah. No, well, I think really what's happening with Imran Khan as well is that there will be a restructuring of the elite class. Now, these things happen in history. Dude, you he's do have even lost it. I was watching, you know that what? guy in the pre-show when we were talking about that Tekken champ from Pakistan? Uh -huh. I was watching his interview. He said he met Imran Khan mm. and he was being introduced to Imran Khan by one of his aides who was saying, this guy is an esports champion and he's like, he's world number one in Tekken. And Imran Khan kept saying, you should focus on your studies. Video games are good. And he was like, I'm making millions of dollars. And he's like, Yes, yes, that is very good, but you should focus on your studies. Like, I'm also 30 years old now. <laughs> so he was saying, like, so dude, right? these boomers right. are too old to get what's happening in this world now. Like, they have no clue what's required. So you're saying that he should be the next president? No, I'm not saying no, he you're saying You're president. saying Tekken is the future economy. I'm saying I've lost Isn't that hope? sad? Yes. That I'm guy's more productive than 100 million Pakistanis. Uh, yes, he is. And, like, I'm just saying uh, I've lost... 
we are like, dude, That's even brutal. me and all of Pakistanis, we've just lost hope. We, I don't have any hope for that boomer generation. All right. They can't do shit anymore. I'm not saying that the new generation is going to be good. I like judging by my friends, they're probably worse, but <laughs> something, those guys are <laughs> freaking used bullets. Anyways, that wasn't the That's point of brutal, the segment. Man. Let's move on That's from that. That's brutal. That's brutal. Uh, misadventures. Misadventures. Let's do that. Shall right. we? Take out the monkey book. Yes. Jordan, do you want to introduce Misadventures for this season? The dreaded book. Well, I think everybody is now acquainted with Misadventures, in case you aren't. We send Miss Love to yes. do something that he doesn't want to do each week and then report back to us. This week, we went for the big one. Here's some light reading while you watch. <laughs> if you guys are interested in joining. A must. Australian Muslim Times. Oh, <laughs> if you're this interested. comes to my house. Off. No, <laughs> I was reading it and it's bizarre. Well, see, in case everybody's wondering what happened, we sent Miss Love to a mosque and no, I was hey, hoping that. that he that, would that. convert into a brother uh, by going in there because of how easily persuaded he is. <laughs> if you are new, you would know that Miss Love Belabragic is the dictionary definition of Islamophobe. No, oh, fuck <laughs> off. Yeah, one time, while, while we're speaking, one time, <laughs> Jordan, Mislove and I were in Bondi and we went to a BP to fill fuel or some shit. And some guy was praying outside BP and Mislove genuinely was upset. He was blocking he, lo the he, entrance. He wasn't blocking the I entrance. I couldn't get he was, in. He was blocking the <laughs> ice box in, that you did not even need to get ice. Dude, he was, that's all fake news here. At, at, uh, at, uh, Mr. Mr. Love, he's like, now, I don't. Now you've got the real news, these Islamic times. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what you're reading? Yeah, yeah, said, yeah. Easily impressionable he is. I said, Mislove, that's kind of racist, to which Mislove said, I have no problems with him praying. But tell him to do it at the back. <laughs> I'd say the same for a Christian. He made I'd her. I'd say the same like for a Christian. Ro like Rosa Park from freaking that bus in the US. He's the bus driver. Yeah. <laughs> to Turkey, left, right, and center on this pod. Well, uh, in your defense, Miss Love, for everybody who's sitting there saying, oh, how could you say that? Put your Anglo impressions and keep them to yourself and bloody, I don't know where you live, Hornsby. <laughs> right? Epic. Uh, Miss Love is a devout Catholic in the way that he has a Catholic necklace. And I think the last time he we went to a church was in Easter for aesthetical reasons. But he is a Catholic and he is from Croatia. And if you know anything about the Baltic region, it has been a thousand years of them pushing back the Islamic tide. He is entitled to be a little bit suspicious of them. <laughs> we, we, sh we should have sent him to Pell's funeral. That would have been awesome. Where was that? In Sydney somewhere. Why wasn't Miss Love informed? Why wasn't I informed? <laughs> Paper. So we got him to go visit a bunch of mosques to see what he got. And so already I could see from the pamphlets that it was very successful. Did you? Oh, because which one was the best? Because I need to get like the nicker. The what? I'm, I'm probably going to do the nicker at Gallipoli. Did you go there? No, nah, I didn't go to the big ones out west. I went to like the cool inner west ones, which I didn't know was a thing. There's like 50 around here. <laughs> Those aren't mosques. Those are musallas. What's that? They're like just rooms where people go and pray. I did discover that. But <laughs> there are... Well, what's the difference? One is a mosque and the other is a room. What's... What, what's the... What, how's the mosque... A mosque okay, so is a room? Is this like the difference between a cathedral and a church? A mosque no, is a room? No, no, no. This is, is a, a difference between a church and a room. Well, what's the... <laughs> the, the like, but, okay, so it's just... Some of the rooms... Some of the... To his version <laughs> of his grandma's house. Yeah. 
that just no. has a bunch of pictures no, 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 of Jesus. No no, 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 wait a sec. What's the distinction? Because some the of these rooms, some of these rooms had a lot of shit in them. Like what? Like like big, your grandma's house. Like big chandeliers and speakers and shit. Yeah, like... rooms have chandeliers and speakers. Anyways, continue with the story. I'll tell you what the difference is okay, later. I've, the I've... first one he visited was in Zetland. Uh, way too scared to go into the Zetland one. Mental drive. I the mental I drive past it every day. Never realized it was a mosque. What the f seems like one of those is just a room. <laughs> so he learned pretty quickly. <laughs> he proceeded to make the same mistake many times. <laughs> no, no, one of them. They weren't all rooms. It, did it say mosque outside? <laughs> It was a prayer room, didn't I don't it? No, it's a it prayr room. That's know. sorry. That's what Muslim is. It's a prayer room. I don't know. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> Pretending to be in brackets a prayer room. <laughs> Can't start here. Way too sus. Gonna try more Aladdin-looking vibe first. <laughs> <laughs> this is such a racy pod. <laughs> Um, uh, there's a Turkish mosque in Erskineville. What the f most closed between Isha and Fajr? This is a great sign. One of these adventurers ventures is going to get me killed soon, considering I'm not aware of the dates of the <laughs> Isha and Fajr. You know what's funny about that? Isha, the, the time between Isha and Fajr is literally the time you sleep. It's 10 p.m. is Isha, and Fajr is 5 a.m. Right, because I saw it and I was like, that's today. I know it's today. It's every day. <laughs> hey, this is cool. We are all learning something yeah. about the faith by Mislov relentlessly paying it out. <laughs> and see, this is where the conversion starts, Ali. So we're into the second paragraph, and he's already saying, Allah, help me. Yeah. That was bizarre. There was a tiled Wulalu area where you wash your feet. Is Islam just for men? <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you? What happened? It's not acts or links or whatever. I don't know, just keep reading. I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean, Fuck. just for men? There was a lit there was literally a sign being like, "Brothers, please wash your feet." So I went in. It was kind of beautiful, but bizarre. What I'd imagine a real Turkish mosque to be like. What that room? This was a, if this was a room and it was elaborate, I'll tell you that much. So you think it was on par with the Hagia Sophia? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It was crazy, actually. This one was crazy. It was a Turkish one. And uh, we'll read on. Did read it on. have minarets? This, this is one of his top points. Read you ready on, for this? Read on. There's all this crazy shit written on the walls. <laughs> Wait, you skip. No, no, no. Read the rest of that. Read, the, read it all out. There was some good points in there. No, that's all you just talked about. Like, a, you, 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 that's it. You okay. just said, some, wow, of, this is of, just like Turkey. Basically, I was in there and a, lo a lot of Turkish fat men walked by and looked scarily inside seeing a man with a shaved head and no shoes on just walking around. <laughs> <laughs> Did they not strike up a conversation? No, nah, no one struck a conversation. But I took really? Usually they try and convert. Nah. Every mosque I've ever been to, they're no, just like, Selam mikum me brother. I'm just like, huh? Yeah, but dude, I think that they looked at me and they're like, is this another shooter? <laughs> <laughs> I think they were like, best not attempt fate. And thank God they banned guns in this country. Give it five years, he will be. <laughs> But that one was cool. That one was actually, they had these crazy chandeliers and there was these clocks everywhere. Oh, that that's a mosque, yeah. Yeah, lots of clocks ticking, like in lots of different times. And it was, it was, it was honestly 
it was like pretty beautiful, but it was like, it was just a bizarre experience. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. You know, big ass <laughs> thing. <laughs> Redfern Mosque was closed for Reno. <laughs> Probably for the best. Didn't want to get belted by Anthony Mundine anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he likes it. He likes it. Where's the, uh, where's the, where's the yeah, thank you. <clears throat> Imagine if he was built by Anthony Bardet. What a misadventure. I think Ali is well aware of the teachings yeah, of Islam. Um, he might not know Islam and nature. Islam yeah, he needs to learn about that. It was a long time where he cared about these so-called people and not the climate. Yeah. Wow, look at this exchange of cultures that's happening here. Isn't it amazing right. that Miss Love brings us together in his misadventures? It's so strange. You like this? Just went to the Surrey Hills one. They're like these little Arabic enclaves. Seriously, the most exotic shit I've ever seen in Sydney. Anyway, I broke into this one. <laughs> Well, I didn't break in. I just sort of went in, but it was open. I don't know. I thought no one was in there. Went into the little prayer room downstairs and then decided to leg it upstairs. Well, you're just making yourself look more and more like a shooter. Isn't the upstairs reserved for the shake? Or I don't know. Sometimes I to it's give... for women. Sometimes. Right. Depends. Oh, I think it was a woman. Okay, maybe it was a woman. So you walked into the girls' toilets. Basically, yeah. Damn. Islam is now trans friendly. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. There was one person br praying bent over. Was that a woman? I think so. Okay, great. Dude, you were in the women's section what? just walking about? Yes. <laughs> Bold Chechnyan fighter. <laughs> like, hey, did you guys. Did you guys what the hell is wrong with you? Like, you? What do you mean, what's wrong with you? I didn't get the pamphlet. You can't go upstairs. Well, you can't just, like, look. <sighs> <laughs> did, you, did you notice? Did you notice as well? I shaved the moustache to look more. Yeah, it's not. That's not the issue. Did you notice that? I shaved this. I'm just gonna like to look like a brother. <laughs> he went in disguise. <laughs> I wanted them to be comfortable. He went into, he walked into the women's. Well, I didn't know. Chicken out booty. <laughs> How am I supposed to find? <laughs> Give me a rule book. <sighs> Didn't I write it? Anyway, I got scared and ran back downstairs. Probably for the best. Good yeah, idea. I think it was a woman because I was like, what? That's crazy. <sighs> there was another basement part, but I swear there was a guy down there and I swear it was closed off to the public or something, so I bailed. I'm a fan of the carpets, not so much a fan of the prison-esque looking gates. front gates. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> They're either trying to be inconspicuous or trying to be hidden. Either way, pretty sus. <laughs> I kind of expected at least one Muslim man to be curious or offer me a small Turkish coffee, but I guess maybe the shooter ruined that. <laughs> How do you hate these days? <laughs> it's so it's stress. I don't know. It's stressful. 
<laughs> looked up the Sydney CBD uh, mosque. Uh, literally looks like a room online. I'm not doing ones that are literally empty of Bond's factory room, one family. See, this is the hard thing because Miss Love <laughs> writes like he's writing Arabic. <laughs> Who'd have thought a lazy man writes lazily? <laughs> Mufti Miss Love. <laughs> Bizarre seeing a mosque with the Arabic building design, albeit a subtle one sandwiched between two pubs. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> Last one, somewhere out west. <laughs> Don't know where. I can't remember. <laughs> Man in there asked if I was Muslim. I lied and said I was Bosnian. <laughs> you had it all coming. You had your disguise. Yeah, what? <laughs> you had like the right geographical uh, story, yeah. you know, just your forged yeah. passport yeah. immediately. Yeah. And the only thing that ruined it is that you walked into the women's prayer room. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know there was a women's prayer room. <laughs> How good is this? I considered joining. <laughs> no, I didn't say it. I consider joining in. In the prayer. Because this guy let me in. Yeah. And then there was people praying and he was just like, they're praying. And I was like, I can't do it. Like, I don't know. I'm not going to, I don't, I can't do it. I was just like, what am I going to do? Go in there and pray. Like, pretend. Like, I'll fuck it up. I'll fuck it up. <laughs> Too sacrilege. <laughs> Praise. And there's like, hey, when's the point when we blow up? Oh, I waited outside. A pale-looking man said, "I need to take off my shoes." I said, Fuck, "I'm just." You went in without your shoes. Yeah, I did. <laughs> you idiot! <laughs> you, that's like rule number one, bro. Even I know doing? that. No, no, no. I didn't go inside the <laughs> room without my shoes. It was just the outside area. I'm like, you have to take your shoes off outside. Ah, oh, that's fair enough. Yeah, yeah. that is fair. But, but apparently, you've you really do. blown your cover, though, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, apparently, you do. <sighs> Isn't this great? He used. The RBT Aussie classic to get out of, uh, you know, getting caught drink driving. When that guy had that crashed car that was in a ditch and he said, quote, I'm just waiting for a mate. <laughs> he seemed sus on me, so I bailed. <laughs> you were very scared this day. Well, like, he was just like, you have to take your shoes off. And I was like, uh, I'm just like, no, I'm going inside. And he's just like. You have to take them off. And I was just like, I'm, I'm, I'm getting out of here. Like, it, was just like, it was like- Too many rules. He sussed me. It's like, he's like, why, like he's looking at me. He's obviously like, you should probably know you have to take him out in the in the like walkway. And I'm like, yeah. And then he'll probably be like, who's your mate? Too much. I don't know what's going to happen. So, Why are shoes kryptonite to both Muslims and real estate agents? <laughs> why real estate agents? Because I went to see a house and they were like, you got to take your shoes off to go in the house. <laughs> well, I'm glad you've had a laugh, all right? Nothing funny. I did. Glad you had a little chuckle for yourselves. <sighs> okay, I'll finish the last sentence. What's the deal? You can't go into a room where people are praying. <sighs> 
ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned. We are going to be releasing our brand new segment that we tried to get last week, but Miss Love didn't seem to understand the premise. But I think this week it's all good, which is I want that report on my desk next Tuesday. That's coming up. That is where, and we need your help first off with that. Give us more suggestions of things that you think Miss Love probably wouldn't enjoy doing and yes, for him to, you. as he would say in his hipster language, suss them out. Yes, we can't all speak autistic. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, I'll give you this, Miss. I deserved that. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, the next one, we need Miss Love to research a topic that he doesn't like, and then we're going to read that out at the end of the pod. So stay tuned for that. Sign up to the Uplate podcast for more gold content. So that'll be on the Uplate. Mm, if we've got time, depending. So sometimes it'll be there, sometimes it won't. The other reason that you should sign up, who knows? You know, it's a mystery box. But the other reason that you should sign up to the up late is because not only do you get an extra podcast, but once this editor comes back from bumming around Europe, we are going to start doing video logs of Miss Love's Day that will be edited and you can watch them firsthand. That'd be sick. That's like extra content yeah extra content and the guy who made the, the animation please make more for free we love you <laughs> <laughs> we love praise you. me we love you salam alaikum salam alaikum all right uh dude i didn't know about this but so pamela anderson's back in the news because she's uh they made a documentary on her and she wrote well here's the big question how old is she now old so she looks like a grandma Look, and I'm not, not gonna, an Olivia Newton-John As, John as my childhood crush, I feel like I shouldn't speak ill. But yes. But yes. Um. So anyway, so she... <sighs> That's happened to everyone. I, I don't know about this. Did you know about her beef with Scott Morrison? Nay. I didn't know about this either. So in her new autobiography, whatever she's written in her memoir, uh, <laughs> she said that Scott Morrison sucks. And this is because... So you know, Miss Love's a convert. He's right. reading it about is interesting. Isha and Fajr are important is, prayers. It is interesting. See, this is the whole thing about Miss Love. I'm telling you, you just put him in any environment, and he's like a chameleon. He's just like, oh, okay. So there's some banana leaves over here. Turning that shade of green. <laughs> Everything I'm reading, I'm like, very good. But anyway, forward waves, huh? <laughs> so apparently, uh, she was uh, she was seeing Julian Assange at one point when he was in Ecuadorian embassy embassy and she wrote an open letter to scott morrison the then prime minister mm. saying you know can you do something about this can you help us uh uh can you help us can you help julian assange oh to which scott morrison yeah why is she such an advocate of whistleblowers mm, how do i say this uh, she was a <laughs> really yeah but dude, I thought that that was a rumor. It was. It was no, no. Well, I don't know, but like it seems very obvious. But here's the her only, and Lady Gaga. Dude, God, he gets around. There was, and people say he's got a bad life. Well, he now is in a jail, and he's married now. Uh, but yeah, well, he should have held out longer. At one point, uh, dude, Pamela Anderson. At one point, was when she got into the whole Julian Assange advocacy group. She was. She was on a panel. I remember it was Noam Chomsky. Uh, some uh, what's I can't remember her name. I think Anna Harn or whatever that philosopher is, and Pamela Anderson, just these intellectual heavyweights with Pam and Pam. Hey, hey, it? these intellectual heavyweights and Noam Chomsky. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> hmm? 
Yeah, he's lost a lot of weight. Anyways. No, uh, no, no. He's great. He's just, he's no Pamela Anderson. Yeah. No, he's not. So Pamela Anderson, anyways, coming to the back to the point. So Pamela Anderson wrote an open letter to Scott Morrison saying they should do something about uh, Julian Assange. Scott Morrison, when he was the prime minister, came out in the press conference and said, oh, Pam. Because they were like, uh, what do you have to say to Pamela Anderson? She wrote this and that. He was like, oh, I'd like to meet Pamela Anderson. I've got a few friends that would like to meet Pamela Anderson. Oh, that's right. I do remember this. I didn't know this. Smooth. That's sleazy <clears throat> as, bro. It's oh, I thought it was a great pickup line, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that really got her wet. Yes. Uh, yes. She, I'm sure she's very physically attracted to Scott Morrison. She, she, who could resist? <laughs> she wrote a memoir saying he sucks and he's a sleazeball. Wow. Yeah. For yeah. Pamela Anderson's standards as well, because she used to just sit in line signing people's autographs all day of all these thirsty men line after line of people that would have looked probably physically worse than Scott Morrison and she made a note to say that he was sleazy. Yeah. She also married a bodyguard recently. Fun fact. <sighs> and got divorced him. I'm just thinking in my head, I'm actually really glad that the woman didn't see me. <laughs> <laughs> she would have freaked out. Sorry. Probably on. was Pamela Anderson. <laughs> anyway, I just... Hey. I just didn't know about this whole Scott Morrison. there's another sleazy guy in Australia. (laughs) Do you think Scott Morrison is happy that she wrote this because that brings him back in the news? Because he's just a backbencher at this point, yawning. You you know why? Why do you think Scott Morrison is a backbencher? What do you mean? Because he f***ed up the election, that's why. (laughs) Well, that's... It's obvious. But why did he stay in Parliament? Oh, dude, because he's like broke, I think. I don't know. There's just something about that money. Like, dude, he's got a mortgage, I'm guessing. Like, whatever it is. Yeah, but if you're a former prime minister, you can go out and do a lot of $100,000 talks. Not Scott Morrison, bro. Yeah, come on. Also, If Tony can do it, he can. Did you know this? You have a two-year, like, as soon as, when you leave whatever head of state position, you've got about two to three years of doing those circuits. After that, no one cares about you. Yeah, as you showed with the John Howard tickets that were to a smaller room than mine and for less money. Yeah, true. And I, even John I, as Howard someone who's, who did a show called John Howard Really Sucks, <laughs> I, think, I think his tickets are worth more than that show's. Yeah. He, what did he do? Like, he his own stand-up routine. R- Rodney Roo. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Really? Well, his stand-up routine man. is just like, listen to my voice for an hour, and yeah. that makes me laugh. Yeah. Please stop doing that. Oh, sorry. But, no, his... Uh, stand-up routine is sitting there, I think just on an endless loop, being like, why I was justified in going into Iraq. Old news, Howard. Yeah, makes, come on, you've got to give reasons for yeah, the also, ticket. Debate Dawkins, yeah, Christ. And mm. John, even Bush is not saying that anymore. <laughs> come on. My reasons. Take your cue from your sheriff. More loyal to Bush than Bush. <laughs> Dude, Bush was, I was watching one of his recent speeches and he was like, when the dictator decided to invade Iraq, he did, oh, I'm sorry, Ukraine. That's right. And he was like, <laughs> Freudian sleep. So no, good. what did he say? He had a good recovery. He had a really good yeah, call. I can't remember. He was, no, he's like, I, I'm old. Yeah. yeah, it's like, all oh, right, I'm old. He's no. good at it. He's <laughs> he good at really good. screwing up and then recovering quickly. <laughs> he's, he's my favorite war criminal. Easily. Mm-hmm. He's, like, he's like, him and Coney. Yeah, style. There's two people that I'd really like to <laughs> hang out with, and that's Marilyn Man- Charles Manson. Not Marilyn Manson. Fuck, who wants to hang out no, with him? No. no Marilyn no. Monroe. That's what yeah, I Yeah, Norma Jean. With. Yes. And Shirley Temple, when she had that <laughs> tap dancing school. <laughs> 
<laughs> All the classics. Okay. Uh, so we are distinguished men. Look, we're running out of time. So there's Shirley another. Temple. So scientists. <laughs> Such a funny name. <laughs> Shirley. Lollipop. She should never have been allowed to age past five. Did she? Yeah, maybe she didn't. I don't know. No, no. I remember seeing a picture of her as a 90-year-old. Really? Yeah. Oh, so she got up there. Yeah, it's really weird. She continued living. That's strange. Isn't it? just milking it, probably. Well, I mean, I would if I was Shirley Temple. Surely she had, like, other parts of her career. Like, she didn't act in movies in her 20s. I don't know what the, she did. I swear Tell it was tap dancing comments. school. I th- she had Nikki Webster's career. Yeah. She was a child star and then... Child star really fucks you. Except... If you're British, it doesn't. Shia name LaBeouf. me one British child star that screwed up in life. And name me one... I can't one name you a British American, child star. <laughs> I'll tell you. Daniel Radcliffe, he's doing great. Emma Watson... Doing great. She's at, she was at Brown, like... Comparatively, no, right, right. as opposed to like you know uh, the guy in America. Oh, okay, Psycho. but what about Ron Weasley? Surely he's not doing well. They're all doing all no, right, like compared Bale. to their American counterparts. Wait, wasn't there like a Harry Whoa. Potter revival and they were just like, so Daniel, what have you been doing? I've been doing a really exciting project, and uh, Emma, yeah, I've got a, a, a line of perfumes, and then Ron, and he was just like, um, I'm looking forward to the Fulham soccer match. <laughs> yeah, he's like, <laughs> I drive around in my ice cream truck. You know, he did that. Uh, he had an ice cream truck. Just drove it around England. Just but trying to get off the thing of being like, I was in Harry Potter. <laughs> Yay, get an ice cream off him. My I point is... That's the only benefit he got from that. <laughs> he hasn't OD'd, and that counts for something. That's true. Yeah, and he was also in that movie Farty Pants. All right. Remember that? Nah. nah. It was a movie about pants that were powered by farting. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, He's got I my number. I didn't even watch Harry Potter, let alone Farty Pants. <laughs> Ron Weed. <laughs> the ginger kid. Farty Pants. <laughs> but isn't that like the real... Uh, Troy McClure has decided to go on his own venture, Mr. Gregorium's Wondrous <laughs> Fantabulance. Fox Fuck is you. betting, it will. And that's what happened with that. In Troy McClure's life. I would prefer uh, to be a crackhead. At least you'd have some fun. Yeah. I mean, what is he doing right now? What he, I don't I know. Any money you like, he's eating a tin of baked beans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's English. That doesn't count. Bad example. <laughs> like Harry, the whole half of England's doing that right now. <laughs> and on weekends, the Prince Charles is doing that right now. It's baked beans with black pudding. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I don't think he can afford it. I th- really think that Ron's doing bad. He can't now. afford it. <laughs> Ice cream prices have gone down. If anyone knows what Ron Weasley's up to at this exact moment, let us know. Yeah, call in if you're watching, Ron. Whatever your real name is. You don't have the guts, do you? <laughs> you can't face the hard questions. All right. Look, last segment. Um, so scientists, have they're saying that vegans, people that move on to a vegan diet, uh, after four to five years of consistently being on that diet, miss out on some of the uh, critical vitamins that you usually get from meat products. And so they're urging vegans to take vitamins. I know this is One going. of the critical vitamins that you get from meat and uh, poultry is B12. Usually, we've got plenty of B12 supply, particularly if you eat meat. So if you go vegan now, for the next four to five years, you'll have some remains of B12, and then eventually your health will start to really suffer. What they also discovered is that B12 is 
also in semen. So I urge all vegans, suck a dick <laughs> for your own health. And we're back. The classic content of the Friendly <laughs> Podcast. You really tried to move away from being Isaac Butterfield and then right at the last minute. <laughs> no, but I'm, with not, the I'm not even making this anyway, shit Anyway, everybody bro. be a good mother and we'll see you next week. <laughs> is that it? Is that all stinks <laughs> in this case? <laughs> yeah. Particularly. Yeah. <laughs> Can't you get it from eating mushrooms? I guess you can. You can... <laughs> I think so, yeah. No, or if you don't want to suck a d- then you may get multivitamins available at Chemist and that would also do the trick. However, if you go right to the source, suck a d- and they're saying it's they're also <laughs> within this article. They said this is more of an issue for vegan men than vegan vegan women. Get, get, oh, get there you go. Get okay. Get yeah. Busy. I think it's pretty irrefutable. Yeah. Anyway, is that all we have for tonight? <laughs> yeah. All right. If you want to listen to, I want that report next Tuesday. You're gonna to have to sign, yeah, up sign up to up. the podcast by Tuesday, yeah. and let us know other things that he wants to do. This week, we got him to look into the exciting world of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And I read a bit of it, and I'm very excited to read the rest. Bye. See you next week, guys. Bye.